Welcome to the Philly Sports Case with your hosts, Derek and Dave. You better believe me, LUV. Give me a beer. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Philly Sports Case with Derek and Dave. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great, pal. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you That's very much. That's what I like to hear. Birds, baby. Go birds. Win is a win, right? A win is a win. However... That was a tough win at home against the Chargers. No, what I don't understand is they keep saying McNabb's hurt, hurts when he throws and, and he's running and he's throwing. Well, then run the ball more. Oh, Instead you're saying of, give the ball to Westbrook? I don't Westbrook, Gordon. I don't care. Put anyone back there. I, I I just don't think that's what the Eagles do. I think they throw that little three yard pass, screen pass, and that be, that's a running play to them. Right, but I well. He's throwing the ball 50 times or whatever, and he keeps saying, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I can't throw that much. And he's throwing, or not that he can't throw that much, but it hurts when he throws. Stop calling some pass plays. Call a couple more run plays for him. Well, I would hope that they would continue the pass plays because you have a lethal weapon in T.O. that's being underutilized. Very. And I hope that doesn't continue. Yeah, they're not throwing the ball deep to T.O. either. Well, he's getting little passes thrown to him. I really hope that that's not what their new philosophy is going to be, underutilizing a top three receiver in the league. Yeah. So you want them to run the ball more? I, not that I want them to run the ball more, but if he's hurt, why not run the ball more? If he can't throw deep, when that was fourth down and uh, he threw that little two-yard pass to Lamar Gordon. It was it was crazy. It yeah. made me crazy. Yeah, I would rather see you try to run the ball, pound it through there, or you know, go with a, like a real tight package, get two t- tight ends in there, fake the run, and then just throw it out to L.J. Smith? or oh, I totally agree. I don't know if that was Andy Reid's play calling or what was going on, yeah. but if you and I know they can't run it, Chargers certainly know oh, they can't definitely. run it. I That's mean, the look, Broncos know they can't run it this week, too, then. And look what look what the Eagles' D did this week. Oh, incredible. Oh, my gosh. It was Loved it. awesome. LT broke his streak. I mean, that defense came and was embarrassed by what happened to them in Dallas and said, we're going to hold LT to under 100 right. yards. Big big props out to the Eagles defense. That was incredible. Trotter should be player of the week if he's not. He was. Oh, there you go. When uh, LT came running up to the end zone that one time, he was right there. Yeah. And they just stuck him. Boom. It was one of them big hits where you're like, that really didn't just happen. I love when the birds play defense like that. I absolutely love it. However, I don't like when the Eagles offense doesn't return the favor. Yeah, we should have dominated them. The birds should have just went. Oh nuts. yeah, when you hold LT to twenty carries and seventeen yards, and you don't dominate that team, and you win by an excellent special teams play, the offense has nothing to do with. The it. Offense really has nothing to do with it. You're right, and that's a shame. But I want to address a situation that happened at that game. Okay, so we can we can say a win's a win, right? right? So you, you agree that going and now they're going into Denver. Hopefully the offense comes to play against Denver. In Denver. Oh, well, the defense needs to come to play, too, with, oh, with Mike Bl- Anderson and Tatum Bell. Yeah, and Jake Plummer's not making any mistakes. I think He's super worried about Jake Plummer, though. No, I'm not super worried about him. But if an offense is running really fine and they're not making mistakes, I'm worried about our offense making mistakes and then they cap- or the other team capitalizing on them. I agree, especially a mile high. You know, they say the altitude is only what you let it be, but the Eagles – don't necessarily have the greatest rep going into a place like Mile High. Right. It should be fun and exciting to see. And what do you think about the birds going in there? You think they got a chance? If they play they did the way they did last week, no. I'm afraid not. I agree. But if they do win, they will go four and zero against the AFC, which is pretty impressive. Very impressive. That'd be great. Against the AFC West, that would be yep. awesome. Back to last week's game real quick, Dave. Sure. Did you notice Eagles air quote? Fans leaving the stadium early? They showed some of them leaving, but that was during that whole uh, 
fire alarm. No, 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 no. Okay, you're saying after that? After the, the fourth down, after McNabb threw the ball to Lamar Gordon? Yes. So that's it was like five minutes left? Yes. And, and the fans got up. Fans, quote unquote, got up. Now, you think it was because of the fire alarm was because they were headed for the exits? For people who didn't see the game, a fire alarm went off and a voice, a pre-recorded voice said, uh, you know, everyone leave to the nearest exit. Nobody knew what was going on. And it went off twice, went off two different times. I don't know if it was just on a delay it went off later. Well, maybe it was when the television cameras showed, especially, and I want to get back to the television cameras in a second, <laughs> television coverage altogether. What they did was show people leaving, and maybe the alarm was going off. I might not be remembering right. it right, but people were leaving after that fourth down pass, and I was extremely upset about Eagles fans leaving that stadium early. I mean, these are not true fans. No, it's not. See, that's what happens with all sports now. You get too many corporate, too much corporate money in there. And they start giving their tickets out. Hey, you want to go to an Eagles game? Sure, I never went. Ah, you know what? There's five right. minutes left. They lost. I don't care. I'm not an Eagles fan. He could be from anywhere. Joe from anywhere. But you're telling me that somebody in one of the potential seats that I could be sitting in is a fan who would leave that game early? I don't know why they would want to leave. But, yes, that's what happens. You'll go there. You'll sit in sections where people don't cheer. It's extremely unacceptable. I agree with you. I- I'm apologetic to the fans. The, the, the true, true fans, fans had to leave right? because of the fire alarm, which I, was what I heard, true fans wouldn't have left unless they saw flames. The people like that I knew were at the game, they said the only people they really saw leave were like people with kids. Okay, which is understandable. Right. Well, I, everyone I, else, like they said, you know what? If yeah. this burns down, I'll burn down with it. Right. Whatever the problem is. Especially because it was a close game and oh, anything yeah. could happen. It was a wild, wild game. Right. We were watching it down here, huh, E-Money? We were having a blast. Me and E-Money and Danny Boy had our little fiesta down here. Yeah, that's what he said. And I heard the kids were looking at you guys like... We were, yeah, schoolgirls. Jumping around, hugging each other. What are they doing? Goofballs. (laughs) But I can't watch it on TV if it's going to be on CBS. I will not watch another game where Dan Deardorff participates. He poops on the Eagles. And he always has, even on Monday nights. He always will, yeah. Why? Because he was a Cardinal? And the Eagles used to beat the crap yeah. out of the Cardinals when they were in St. Louis? Well, not really. These two teams used to beat the crap out of each other. Remember those days? Early 80s, late 80s, when the Cardinals were in St. Louis? Wow, those teams used to go at it. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Yes. But I can't listen to him anymore because of his attitude towards the Eagles. I don't know. Aikman has the same kind of attitude. Right. I don't know if it's uh, when I'm watching it's, games. It's former players. Like, just don't like the Eagles still. It seems like it's in all sports. And I don't know if that's just because I'm a Philly fan. Maybe, like, I think they're being a little too critical or overcritical. Okay. But uh, I, I noticed that a lot. Watching hockey, John Davidson, he irritates me. He used to play with the Rangers. Maybe we have a new theory on Philly Sportscast. Maybe it's ex-players do not like Philadelphia teams. Right. And it could be they don't like the fans. Cause you always hear you might be right because, you know, these fans are relentless and have been, for especially for these guys who were ex-players, back at the vet, you would have terrible behavior. But it was accepted because it was a crazy joint. Remember Flyers games at the old Spectrum? Yeah. Maybe you're right. We talk about that, the Broad Street Bully days. Our friend Tom, his dad, he's like, they used to throw ketchup bottles on there. They'll throw rolls of pennies. Oh, my goodness. They would go nuts. And now you throw anything out there. Those games were crazy. Yeah. That's when it was four hours to play a game. Right. Now they're down to two and a half hours. All announcers that were ex-players just does not, they do not like the Philadelphia area. You can totally tell through their performance in the booth. I think the only person who really appreciated it, I ever heard him say something like in a positive way was uh, Michael Irvin. Really? Yeah, he was talking recently, and he said something about 
He goes, I don't know if they realized I was hurt or not, but they booed me all the time. He goes, I never took it offensive that they were booing me. Right. They were happy I wasn't playing. They knew I was going to score against them. And Howard Cosell, too. He used to love doing the Eagles yeah, games. Yeah, he was always drunk, though. Yeah, because uh, Norman Brayman would send him up. Uh, <laughs> no, Leonard Toes. I'm sorry. Leonard Toes. Leonard Toes used to send him up martinis in the booth, and he would get hammered. That was the one time when he was so hammered he couldn't even stand up. Couldn't finish the end of the yeah. game. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> God bless Howard Cosell. No kidding. Man after our own heart. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to him. This is Budweiser. We have a new uh, jingle. Well, I think we can be critical because um, that whole game, like a lot of games with the Eagles, was a series of bad plays overcome by one really good play. Right, right. I'm, I'm always a fan when you're getting down in the end. If you know you're going for a field goal, put the ball in the end zone. Let... Let someone try to catch it in the end zone. It's totally unacceptable. He needs to he needs to throw that ball either in the dirt, in the stands, or complete the pass. Well, I think or run out of bounds. Yeah, it should be in the end zone, completed, or right by the sideline, so you get out. Right. You don't throw it there, and LJ's trying to run and wants the clock go down. Yeah. And then he he makes a really strong effort by going up to the line and trying to to uh, bounce yeah, it. Yeah, he thinks he can do everything, but he can't get his fat ass lineman over there. He needs to take that into consideration. Right. It was terrible. They let they took three points off the board. They took it off. Right, exactly. They did. Uh, that was crazy. And uh, it's a, it's a lot of things with this team. But we always said on the sportscast that we're not going to get upset with this team until they lose their fourth, and they haven't done it yet. What are you going to do? Know? I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? Can you? Are you pissed? No, not at all. I'm not either. A win's a win. When we look back, the, that's the, what, uh, hey, we, listen, we man. About that on the forum. This team won, won a couple games like this last year, and they were in the Super Bowl. Right. Why can't they do it again? Watching McNabb is scary. Right now, I'm Very scared scary, yeah. of, for him, but I'm not scared for the team. The way they that defense shut down the best running back in the league, yeah, LT is awesome. You're right. He's awesome. And that's I would like to see what they're going to do now. I mean, if they keep filling the gaps the way they are, you let the your whole secondary play back there, it's going to be great this game. We really. Oh, this game is uh, going to be awesome. Four fifteen star two. What are you doing for the game? I'm looking. I'm looking for some rover action. Oh, really? I'm two dollar cheese staking it. Big shout-out to the Irish Rover. Anybody listening from the Rover, I'll be there. have my stool ready. But it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a good game. Our defense is going to play well. we got Jose Cortez now. What a great addition. <laughs> Wait, you can't fight it. I mean, obviously somebody knows better than we do about it. Well, yeah, he can kick off. I mean, he bombs right. that ball. He does. That's Especially at mile high, each time he kicks off this weekend, it should be a touchback. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. We'll see what happens. So it should be real nice. As long as we don't have to depend on him kicking field goals. Well, he could secure himself a job for a long, long time because what they said was an acre come back, they're still going to leave another kicker on the squad for kickoffs. Well, hopefully they learn from before. So, but yeah, other than that, should be a very good game. We should walk out with our heads up high, feel confident. Game game should be securely ours. What's the line, you money? Line's three. Eagles getting three. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, Denver is 5-2. and two. Denver did go into the Giants and pretty much control that whole game. Right. So but lost it at the end on the so first what makes you think in like 22 weeks. What makes you think the Eagles can go into Denver and beat them? I think our defense is better than the Giants. Well, your defense is better because of what you saw last week. Right, it doesn't exactly. make them better. No. We have better personnel. We have a better secondary. All right. We do have a better defense. But defense doesn't score points. Our defense does. You're right. They're but, not, they might have to again this week. Yeah, hopefully our defense special teams. I'd like to see T.O. break a 70, man. 70-yard bomb. I would like to. Right. I'd like you to don't see think him. McNabb can throw the ball That's, 70 yards? I haven't seen him throw deep at all lately. But You're confident the Eagles are going to make the playoffs and then just go on a Super Bowl run? 
Still. Still very confident. Very confident. Yeah, I'm not as confident as I was when they opened the season, that's for sure. But, you know, the the Eagles do get in these lulls. Like, McNabb does do this. Remember that Pittsburgh game last year? And he walked around like that, and he wah, 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 wah. And then he didn't really come back right away. And once they get their groove on, and I think once I think they know that they they're going to start having to turn it up pretty soon. I think the Eagles are going to be fine. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team though. But I don't know a team in the NFC that's better. Right. I don't think Washington's uh, the real deal out there. No. Been ours. They beat San Francisco. Yeah. Who can't beat San Francisco? Right. Dallas. They look good. I still think. You put you bring well, a I'm good not, game against them. Yeah, I'm just talking about the NFC East. Yeah, I really wouldn't worry about the NFC East. Who who are your teams in the NFC that are that are contenders? Right. Atlanta. As long as Atlanta's at home, that's the only thing yeah. you worry about. If Atlanta's at home, okay. So you got Green Bay, who we thought was going to make a run for the NFC Central. They stink. They stink. Their injuries have really just caught up with yeah. them. I just get worse every week. One team, one team that nobody's ever really talking about is because they haven't been in the NFC very long. Is Seattle? Do you think Seattle's a contender? Yeah, coming out of the West, they definitely have to be a contender. They always seem like they choke, though. But you think they're going to come out of the West? Yeah. Who's out there? San Fran? They're horrible. Right. St. Louis? I don't know what's going on with them. They just like lost Mike Martz. Right, Seattle's Seattle's my pick to for the Eagles to meet in the NFC Championship now. Do you think that the Seattle offense can stick around? Hasselback still? Hasselback still. And they got uh, Sean Alexander. Out there. Dow Jackson's hurt. And Bobby Ingram is hurt. Uh, Jared Vicious, I think, was hurt. Like, he came in, played, he got hurt and left last game. All right, so well. They're only like the third, fourth wide right. receiver. Okay, so maybe they aren't my pick, but who is my pick? Seriously, tell me who is good. Other than Atlanta? Yeah. I think they're the only other team that's a top qualified team right now. Carolina? They just haven't shown anything. I mean, I thought they were good. They haven't brought anything to the table. Good. Carolina's. Oh, whew, that's a tough one. Atlanta, Carolina, Philly. Carolina's coming back. Tampa Bay was going to be one of my picks, but. Greasy's hurt, and they have Sims in there now. I'd like to see how he does. Yeah, it doesn't seem like to me, because the Eagles are playing the AFC West, it doesn't seem like to me that we're seeing the quality of competition out there. What about Chicago? Thomas Jones is on par to win, to rush for like 1,700 yards this year. Wow. Did you see what he did against the Ravens last week? 120-some yards against the Ravens. Who, by the way, suck. I know we get a lot of um, fans down in Baltimore. Baltimore fans. You guys, I feel for you. You know what? You think Mike Tice is in trouble? What about uh, Brian Billick? What do you think about Brian Billick in Baltimore? You think he's going to have a gig next year? You know, one Super Bowl victory only lasts for so long, and they lost their defensive coordinator to uh, Cincinnati. So maybe that's the reason why the team isn't winning anymore. And you know what? F them. Yeah, I don't really care about them. But there's, a, yeah, we do have. Yeah, the Eagles have their own. Pro- we have our own problems up here. Jeez Louise! Do we play the Seahawks, Dave? Yes, we do. We play them Monday night, December fourth. Is it? Fifth, December fifth, Monday night at home, should be a very good. Wow, game. that should be a great game. That could definitely two, be. Uh, it could be an NFC Championship preview. Yes, let's not jump past Atlanta. No, Atlanta. certainly. Did you see Atlanta on Monday night? Is that something you would be scared of? The Jets almost beat them on the road. The Jets probably should have won that game. Michael Vick doesn't scare me as a quarterback. It's a running back. It's crazy. Well, uh, hopefully they won't be at home. Hopefully they won't be. That's, right. I, you know, I'm not really sure of Atlanta's schedule coming up. But they have some easy games coming. They're going to be playing St. Louis and New Orleans, like teams that usually beat them, even though it doesn't matter who's good or bad then. Right. Those games usually go both ways. So you're not concerned. Bottom line, you're not concerned. Not concerned. Definitely not yet. Okay. It's the middle of the season. Let's let everything work its way out. All right. See what's happening. Is that really how you want to leave it, though? I mean, do you want to end the Eagles like let's let it work its way out? 
Oh, you got to let your offense go. We said that last year about McDaniel coming out. Yeah, we did. We, we really go. We get so frustrated with the whole thing every year. You're going to have, or actually in two games, will be your middle of the season. Right. Then we should definitely be able to say, hey, they're a bad team and they're winning, or they're a good team and now they're finally playing good. Yeah, you're right. They're, think, a, bad, they're a bad team and they're winning. They're still winning games. Right. They're a bad offensive team right now. You're right. But and a superb defensive team. Incredible. And a hats off to the defensive squad this, this week. And we know we have a bunch of you guys listening, so we want to say... Great job. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. We'll be right back in Denver. Mile high is not an easy place to play. Old World Marble and Granite, specializing in granite countertops, vanities, and custom fireplaces. Have your new granite countertops installed by Thanksgiving, if templated by November 1st. Call area code 215-891-0383. Servicing Philadelphia, the Delaware Valley, and surrounding areas. Call Ticket Warehouse today at 800-250-4500 for your one-stop shopping ticket solution. Count on Ticket Warehouse to get you one of the best seats in the house. One call does it all. 800-250-4500. That's 800-250-4500. Or all your tickets online at TicketWarehouse.com. Back to your favorite podcasters, Derek and Dave. Dave, got to ask you. Do you have any concerns about the Flyboys? Uh, yes, they're, they've been playing horrible. They had a couple good games in a row. Then they start slacking off. They have a couple bad games in a row. I was talking to E-Money about it. It just seems uh, there's too, still way too many power plays going on. Each team's having about 10 power plays. So you're doing, there's 40 minutes of a 60-minute game. Some of them do overlap and stuff like that. But it's just, you don't get a good smooth game going. So I think that really affects the way the players are playing. Whose fault because, is that? Oh, it's the player's fault. It's they, not Hitchcock's fault at all. No, well, I mean in all the games, just watching. A lot of the games, some of the teams really have not picked up on the whole idea of you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, let me ask you a real quick question about this. Sure. Uh, the Montreal game that was recently played, um, it was tied. It was going into a shootout, I believe. Went into overtime. Going into an overtime, which would have been a shootout? Yeah, right after after five minutes of a four-on-four, okay. it goes to overtime. So about to go into a, sh- a shootout, it's four-on-four. And did you? Can you explain to our listeners who ha- maybe didn't see the game how easy that guy who scored the goal against Esh? It seems like the new rule trotted in there. Nobody touched him. You're not allowed to impede anyone's progress. You got to be then, kidding me. You can't. You that's not hockey. Not, no, that's yeah, not hockey. What him. we saw there. He was standing on the side. You're not allowed to like take him out. There's so he's coming. Gonna... He's coming from. If you're looking at the net, he's coming from the right hand side of the net, and he's got the puck on the bottom of the circle, about to go right into the crossbar, and nobody touched him. And you saw Ash. He's like, "What am I supposed to do? Yeah. What is he supposed to do besides stop the stop the puck? Yeah, stop the puck. That's about it. It seems." Yeah, the defense, they're worried about, hey, if we do this, I'm going to get a call. So if you get a call, what's it, a four on three? Who cares anyway? It's going to a shootout. A four on three. Yeah, but there's still, what, a minute and a half? Four on three, there's a lot of open ice. So wait a second. Let me ask you a question, yes. though. If it's 20 seconds left oh, yeah. and they go tackle the guy, what does that become? If they tackle him, they might have a penalty shot. Just, just a penalty. Okay, what if they yeah. really get in his grill yeah. and it's and then borderline? Then it would be, be a four on three for 20 seconds and then it would end. Okay. Right. So if it was and it'll be a shootout. Right. So it wouldn't be like they only get three shots and you get yeah, four shots. Yeah, you get one shot. So they, sh- so they should have still, even with two minutes, they should have took their chances. Playing the hockey that way is not playing hockey. Right. It seems tonight. And you saw Hitchcock. Goal. When I read in Hitchcock in the paper, he was pretty angry. Angry about it? I'd be very angry about it. Okay, in the Florida game, right? That's uh, well, who was standing out front? I think Nathan Horton was standing out front, and that's usually right when Hatcher would be leveling the guy, and Hatcher can't right. can't throw the little. So he's fiz- he's physically unable to do that. He's right, going to get a call one. all the time. 
That's that the reason why like. Pittsburgh is over so far? Pittsburgh's over because their defense stinks. They just don't have the players. Well, their defense isn't allowed to touch players, though. Yeah, but they don't have players that can touch players. They just they have uh, Gonchar who can score, but just got his first goal last week. Right. He should be scoring more. And then they got a bunch of other no name, like not top quality defense. Little air quotes, top quality defense. They have some good players, but that's they should be going nuts on the power play. That's what they should be doing. They Pittsburgh. Have, yeah, they have enough scoring up front. They should be going nuts on that. Okay, back to the Flyers though, real quick. Sure. What are you specifically concerned about? And do you think the, what you've seen so far, that there's a potential, even though every team makes the playoffs, there's still a potential the Flyers might not make the playoffs? The way um, they're playing, what makes you... And I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but from what I'm seeing, I know I asked you a question, but from what I'm seeing and from what I understand about the talent on that team, they're going to go on a massive winning streak. They should. And you're anticipating that massive winning streak. Just like I'm doing with the Eagles. Okay, so if they don't go on a massive winning streak, do you think that they could potentially not make the playoffs to Flyers? No. Like we said, there's half the teams make the playoffs. Right. They should be able to bring a playoff berth, no problem. You can go 500 in this league. A couple times there's teams under 500 making it. That's the only thing I don't like is there's too many people in, in the playoffs. Right, which, yeah. which really negates the regular season. Yeah. This, other than just pure enjoyment, I mean, the Flyers are really right. stinking on ice, literally, and you're not even concerned about that because no. everybody's going to make the playoffs anyway. And I think they're definitely going to pull it out. I mean, they're not stinking on ice. Pittsburgh's stinking on ice. They no, have one. Yeah, right. And uh, what's that, the Flyers? Are they 4-2? Oh, yeah. The Flyers have the same record as the Eagles. So how nice is that? That's another thing about the NHL season. They really space those games out during the course of a year. It's I don't understand. At the very beginning, last week, they went away. They went to West Point. They had six days off or whatever. Jesus. Come like January, February, then they play every other night. Right, you right. Think that's, you'd want to space out evenly all the way through. So during the, the games, when you're playing after 60 games, you know what? Well, let's make sure we have an extra day off now so the guys can get a little healthier instead of playing six games in 12 nights. But how frustrating is it to look at this lineup and not watch them win games? Ah, it's killing me. So the NHL has taken talent as they're, away from the game. Defensive not, talent right. can't do what they were taught how to do for years and years and years and years. Right. They want more offense. They want more people come skating down there, have an open time. And that's I, what I think with the power play. When the Flyers are on the power play, because you're not allowed, you're allowed to stand in front of the net now. Take more shots from the point. Don't pass it back and forth. Just crush the puck right on net. If the goalie saves it, hopefully he's going to have a rebound where two of your guys are going to be, and they're not allowed to get smacked out of there. They're not going to be getting cross checked. Take more shots from the point. Put it right on that clog it up and try to get a goal that way so they have to relearn the game yeah you're doing it a different way now that's a shame that's oh, a real is. shame but they're saying it's going to make it better they're having well no wait a second yes. they can say it's going to make it better all they want have they made it better uh, if you like goal scoring yes if you like goal scoring are you a hockey fan i'm not saying you're not a hockey fan because you like goals i love watching there's times i watch shutout games where it's like wow the, the goalies just played incredible i think if everyone when everyone does learn the rules and there's not as many power plays the game's more smooth there's going to be real good games. How long is it going to take for you to start to really enjoy watching these games? Oh, I enjoy it right now. I love watching. You know, enjoy watching the Flyers play. I don't you can't know. possibly. Other than them losing. Oh, okay. you're right. So you enjoy the game up to the final seconds. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not like, oh God, I'm not going to watch the Flyers again because they lost. No, I'm not suggesting that you would say I'm not going to watch this game because they are losing. I would suggest that you're not going to watch this game because it's the same result because of the way they're forced to play. I think after each game, it's like, you know what? They could do this better. They could do that better. They're talking about them being slow. I don't think they're a slow team at all. They got some players out there that can fly around, no problem. But you say they can fly around. Are they flying around? I think they put Brashear out there too much, and I think they put Keith Primo out there too much. It's too much size. They're not the fast guys. They got to have Gagne out there. They got to have the young guys, Carter and Richards. So they got to run these young guys because the game has sped yeah, up. Yeah, that's what the game predicts. They, right. Yeah, they want that going on So. There. 
that. So you're saying the new rules are negating somebody like Brashear? Yes. He's done. He shouldn't be on a team. But someone like Brashear that just goes in the corner and hits people and tries to knock the puck out so other people can score. Like, Brashear can't. He can score, but he's not a goal scorer. Right. You know, he might get you seven goals a year or something like that. Well, there's got to be something Flyers can do to improve the way they're playing. I think it's just the younger people out more often, the faster players. So Forsberg, a little live blogging here, has a penalty shot. This is this could be his first goal right now. He has, okay, so this could be. Little, here we are. Put the red light on. Live blogging. Peter Forsberg. Dave, you want to take the call on a penalty shot? Potential first goal for the Flyers. He's going to do a little fake and he's going to go back in. Oh, just straight up. That was a horrible shot. Horrible shot, and he missed the net. It didn't even look like he tried to fake him. Uh, wow. Just oh, he tried to go up top. Up. He tried to go top, and it wasn't even close. We're going to have to wait and see with the Flyers. I'm not worried about them. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, still enjoying them. I'm not saying you're worried about them, Dave. Every team makes the playoffs. But are you concerned this team isn't... They're not dominating like they were supposed to. Right. Go undefeated. Right. Yeah, a little bit. And you can see how this might affect them in the playoffs because it's still the same rules in the playoffs. They're supposed to be the same rules in the playoffs. Well, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is like you're getting an idea of what they're doing now that it's going to carry on to the playoffs. You're listening to Philly Sportscast with Derek and Dave. And you're satisfied with the state of hockey right now? Yes. Yes, I am. Not a confident yes. I like where it's going. You like it because it's actually playing? Or, I so like you're satisfied with the fact that they're not still locked out? The, I, I like how a lot of the young players have come in, and they're really stepping up to be their own, not just on the Flyers team, and a lot of the other teams. For example? Eric Stone, Carolina, Nathan Horton on Florida, Ochenk, Ochenkin, I believe his name is, Alexander Ochenkin on Washington, Sid Crosby on Pittsburgh. Okay. So there's new talent coming. Yeah. And then it's going to adapt to the new rules and start yeah, really good, blowing yeah. it up. Calamari out in L.A., he's doing real well. And there's a lot of guys. Ooh, uh, Calamari. Yeah, I think that's how you say his name. Okay, so you're, all right, that's cool, like Dave. That. You know, I'm, I'm not enjoying it. But that's me. But you never enjoyed it. I enjoy playoffs, but I don't enjoy the regular season. You're right. I don't enjoy the regular season because I don't believe in the concept of every of half the league making the playoffs. And this, and hockey and hockey hasn't showed me that the weak teams get eliminated quickly from the playoffs because it's not true. No, it's not. A good goalie catches lightning in a the bottle. They can take him right to the finals. Yes. Not even just a hot goaltender. A team just gets hot at the right time. Can you give me an example of that, though? Minnesota North Stars oh. back in the day. Oh, really? When Bobby Clark was out there, they were under 500, and they uh, just caught, like you'd say, lightning in a bottle at the end of the season. Right. They made it to the finals and lost. And what about the... um? Well, last year you had Calgary and San Jose. Both were horrible at the beginning of the, well, two years ago. They were both horrible. And right. Come January, they both turned it around. And I think uh, Calgary had over 100 points and San Jose had like 94. But if you looked at the beginning of the year, they both were horrible. Well, Calgary played San Jose in uh, like the Western finals. Okay. So Calgary won and won. On. So both of the teams that were in the finals for the Western... Were, started off really bad. Horrible, yeah. And did they have bad... Well... I guess you can't really say that, but let me ask you a quick question about the Stanley Cup. Is it still in Tampa Bay? Yes. They get to keep it for two years? Well, I, like during the season, it might be on parade or whatever because they're trying to bring everyone back. But it's not on parade now. Well, no, like not on, I don't mean like a parade down the street, but if they go, hey, tonight we're going to have, at the Flyers game, we're going to have a Stanley Cup. Come get your picture taken to get fans to come back out to the game. Okay. All right. Well, what is the greatest trophy in all sports? I disagree with that. Well, I hope, what's better? Uh, I think the Claret Jug is better. I think um, the Lombardi trophy is better. Oh, you're kidding me. No. I, well, I like the minimalist aspect of 
Lombardi Trophy. Uh, the Stanley Cup is gorgeous. Is it going to get bigger? No, they keep taking the bottom rung off. Every 14 years, they take, they take the bottom rung off. Yeah, and they put that in the Hall of Fame. Right, so that, that that's not the trophy. It's no, the, cup, the cup. That's the trophy. The cup. The Stanley Cup is just right. the actual part. Well, I think George that Stanley bought it. I don't a, think it's the. I don't think it's the, the best. I think it's the a little history. Yeah, oh, please. From what I know, Lord Stanley, there was a game going on. He bought it at a uh, like a five and dime store. Just thought it was pretty cool. Like, hey, I'm going to give this to the team that wins. And that's what 106 years ago, roughly. Oh, that's cool. I Good. can appreciate that. And they gave it, and somehow just went from like amateur hockey to the professionals. Well, back then there was no professional, so everything was kind of amateur, or you can consider them professionals. But so yeah, it's pretty neat. It has some good history to it. It is neat, but the Claret Jug is pretty neat. What too. is the Claret Jug? When you win the British Open. Uh, okay. It's a yeah. sweet, sweet trophy. Yeah. My fave trophy of all time is the Lombardi Trophy. Really? Ooh, could be the Green Jacket. I think the Green Jacket is the ja- bomb. That's right. that's not a trophy though. I understand. No. I understand that it's that's right. not a trophy, but you it's yeah. it's a it's something you're given yeah. for winning a tournament. That's or, awesome and poker tournaments. When you get a bracelet, I think that's cool. But yeah, green jacket, I mean that's awesome. When they come walking off, yeah, they put that on. As ugly as it is. I really like how the guys Oh, Forsberg just scored. First goal. Right. Penalty shot. Live block. Live blogging. Alert. Live blog alert. <laughs> Peter Forsberg did score his first goal tonight against Florida. It was a sweet one. Well, you see how he's just standing in front of the net. Nobody's hitting him. Right. Just, right. You're right. He's standing in front of the net and nobody's hitting him. But they're not allowed to hit him. It's not hockey. It's not hockey. Yeah, Dave, what are the other rules that are really affecting the game right now? Well, the two-line pass, which we saw earlier, which I think is great. Anytime you can put the puck up real fast and have a guy on a breakaway, that's right. good. Uh, they also had the goaltenders. Their pads had to shrink by so many inches. I don't know the exact And that directly dimensions. affected Ash, too, right? Oh, that affected everyone, yeah. Okay, so two-line pass, goaltending. You're not allowed to hit anybody and what else? Well, yeah, like no obstruction. They always say no obstruction, but that's they're really trying to enforce that. Hitting in front of the net. like Well, the instigator rule, they always have an instigator rule. The new thing they change now, if you get a, in a fight, if you instigate a fight within uh, with less than five minutes left in the game and your team's winning, you get suspended the next game. So overtime hockey, who should be on the ice for the flyer? Should start off Forsberg and Gagne. Gagne, yes. And I have no problem. I like the young guys. I'd put uh, Richards out there, maybe with uh, Knubel because he can – just crank the puck. You're going to try to get him. You're going to get your good defense. You're going to have Yanni. You're going to have Kim Janssen. You'll have Desjardins. You can go with three people. You can go with three defense because you're only doing five minutes. One quick question before we end our flyers. Okay. If you could get Hitchcock and uh, Clark sit down and have dinner with them, what are the two questions you would ask them? Do you have something that you would say that is making you angry or you're concerned about, or do you have like questions for them or what? It would probably be, how do you guys feel about the lack of physical play in your own defensive zone. Okay. Because myself playing defense, I loved hitting people. I thought that was great in front of the net. And these guys aren't allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. That's a shame. When I'm talking hitting, I mean in front of the net, pushing these guys out of the way. These guys can just stand there now. And um, then, two, uh, I'd probably ask Hitchcock, how come Antero Niedemaki's not playing more? It seems like Esh has been playing a lot. Antero, he won the, uh, the Calder, Calder Cup. Cup last year. And he seems like a very good goaltender. I like watching him. I'm always a big fan of, you know, out with the old and with the new. Let's try it out. Let's see what's going on. This is the time to do it. Right. Why not make? Why not take chances in the beginning of the season? It's like a poker tournament. Uh, before we get into E Money's picks, Dave, I just want to say congratulations to the Chicago White Sox for their four-game sweep Very nice. Very over nice. the dreaded Houston Astros. They looked horrible, but yes, congratulations. E Money, welcome back, my friend. Hey, Dave, Derek, thanks for having me here. I keep looking forward to this every week. Well, I'll tell you, last week was rough for me. Uh, picks I talked about. My pick of the week did real well with that. Oakland really rolled over the Bills. Yeah, Tennessee, they just really didn't do it for me. I thought it was going to be the upset of the week. Unfortunately, it wasn't. 
they had a couple injuries during that game. McNair didn't play. Right. Bullock came in and he got hurt. And you know, there's nothing I can do about that. And did Chris Brown leave? Did Chris Brown left the game. Chris too. Brown left, and he's already a backup. Uh, yeah, they had to bring in a uh, Peyton's son. Jared Peyton came in. Yeah, Jared Walter Peyton Payton's came in. Son came in. Oh, he was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> a he doozy. did great. He did great. <laughs> and uh, and you know, I had the Green Bay. They were getting one and a half, getting two, whatever, whoever you go with. And uh, what are you going to do with a 56 yard field goal with 24 seconds left, Dave? Never thought I'd see that. What Thank more can Jared. Brett Favre do? What more can he do for that team? It's a, it's a shame what's going on over there. Yeah, the injuries are really hurting them up. That's I really thought they were going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I and, that, and last week when we talked about it, that NFC North, it was up for grabs. Yes. And now they are in the bottom of the basement. <laughs> they're in the worst division, and they're at the bottom of it. Right, and they lost the, the Vikings who've had their own problems. Yes. So that's well just a shame. documented problems out there. But it's on the week eight. And, uh, now, you saying week eight is still a tough week to pick, or is, is it seven and eight? Seven and eight. Okay. One and two, seven and eight, 15, 16. 16. They're just tough. But the, the, Would it actually be week 15, 16, or would it actually be week 16, 17 because of the bye weeks? Okay, yeah, uh, 16, so, 17. But I know what you mean, like the teams playing in week, their 15th game and their 16th game. Yeah, the eight you can kind of start seeing pulling away. You okay. can kind of see the pulling away of what's going on. The teams Green stink. Bay? <laughs> Green Bay, and they're not. I can't, you know, see the future, but right. I can't see them do. If they can't beat the Minnesota Vikings, right. that's a problem. And um, you got you got Chicago right now. That's just on a rampage. Their running is really good. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. The defense is playing well. They keep the other team from scoring, which is nice. And it they is. let them come out and run the ball. They play a very. They're playing a very hard nosed type defense. They just that's yeah. good to do it. Exactly, and, that, and that's that's really been working for them. It's almost like you're watching like a Big Ten football game up there. They're just they're just throwing it right up your gut. Yeah, yeah. You know, these running backs are just like Orton's, Cowling. just no good. I think it was 159 yards he had passing. Wow, backs. I mean that's just not good. No, not at all. But he's doing better than David Carr though down in Houston. Carr's, I know, man, third year in there. Yep, no, he's going to be doing. gone soon. I don't know how they can keep going with him. I feel bad for the guy. You're always expecting something better going on. He's just turnover prone. He's always turning the ball over. Yep. Interceptions, fumbles, snaps, sacked all the time. Sacks. Well, that's not his fault. No, that's not his fault. But it's his position. His... I, they're just having a lot of. I mean, they have, they got to win a game. I, I I can maybe see that happening this week too. They're playing in Tennessee. Is that be a pick? No, it's not going to be a pick okay. because I can't. Right. That, that now see that's that's crazy because you you know you you watch the Texans. You know they're no good every right. week. And then there's go, they're going to win a game. Right. And they're going to win a game this year. They're not going to not win a game. So which week is it going to be? This week against Tennessee. Yeah, you don't know. Quarterbacks. I don't know. McNair might be playing this week, though. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't. Right, you never it, know, but that's why they call it gambling. That's why they call it gambling. You never know. Right. You, you stay with it. You go with it. Whatever you want to do. But um, it is all, we're all on the week eight, and uh, my pick of the week is going to be the Patriots over the Bills. Patriots wow. are giving the Bills nine. Wow, that's Sunday night, right? Sunday night, eight thirty, prime time. Ooh, everyone's going to be watching that game. Oh yeah, everybody's going to be watching that game. The Bills are coming off a major loss, which was my pick of the week last week. And they're coming from the West Coast. Coming from the West Coast, um, and they they just they they looked horrible last week. They, the poor tackling, right? De- like I said last week, their defense is one of the worst in the NFL. And I think Corey Dill might be coming back this week for the He is coming back this week. He's coming back this week. I have some points here. There's uh I got four points on why you should bet the Patriots this week. Giving up nine points. Given nine points. Okay. Point one. They're playing at home. Two? Primetime game. Do they play well in primetime games? I'm yes assuming? they do. Okay. Point three? They're coming off a bye. 
Okay, and then point four. The big point. Teddy Bruschi's coming back. That's huge. Do you know how much he's going to play this week? No, you, he's not going to be playing the whole game. You don't know when he's going to come in. But it's just for morale effort. Good. I think the fans are going to just go crazy. You think the other defensive players are going to be feeding off? They're going to be like feeding Teddy's off back. And... Yeah, it's going to be. It's just going to be huge. Good. Having Teddy Bruschi there because of all the media and all the hype and him come. Say he plays for six sets of downs. Right. Okay. It's gonna be. It's gonna make a world of difference. But him, his presence there, I think it's gonna be a big, big deal. So they're the four reasons why I think they're gonna do well. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're looking good here. I'm thinking the the Patriots over the Bills minus nine. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Do you usually like betting uh, heavy favorites like that, like a nine point fair? That seems like a lot of points to lay out there. It is a lot of points, and yeah. you have to look at that. No, I don't. I don't like doing. Okay. It. Um, but, but this, this is, is week this eight. is this is this is a different okay. kind of week. It's a different game, and there's a lot of um, positives going towards the Patriots' right. favor, and they're fighting for first place with the Bills. Oh, really? The Bills yeah. are still well. They're like um, since they came off that bye, they're up one game because of the bye. Okay, but they got to beat the Bills, right? And they got to beat them hard to let everybody know because they got they got Indianapolis on the road the next week. Really? They got to let everybody. Oh, they wow. got. They need this win under their belt. They okay. need it. They, if they don't get it, there's going to be a lot of problems. I think that. I mean, they're, they've been focused on this for two weeks. If they don't get this like win, it. they're in a world of duty. <laughs> All right, we don't need duty. <laughs> Duty's no good at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pick. Good luck with that pick, man. I hope that goes out well. Thanks. I'm going to need it after that goddamn Oswald Houston game. <laughs> So no. that's my uh, first that's pick of the one? first number one. I'll that's it. On that one. Good luck with that, my friend. Cheers. Cheers to you. Thanks for the Budweiser. Real good. This is Budweiser. Pick two. We're pick doing. number two. two. Pick number two. Um, Chicago over Detroit. Um, the the line is the Lions are giving Chicago three. Really? Lions are minus three. Uh, they're playing in Detroit in the Dome, which is always tough. But I think Chicago's just got a better team, and I'm going to tell you why. I definitely want to hear why. I thought with Garcia there, you might go with him. I know. Well, Jeff Garcia, he's it's good to have he's back. Right. It's good, you know, to get rid of the other guy. I forget his name. Actually, Joey Harrington. Oh yeah, Harrington. Uh, he's easy to forget. Yeah. Detroit wishes they could forget. They. It's a shame about. It's a shame about that because you know, high expectations. Yeah. Garcia is the quarterback for the Lions, but he's got no one to throw the ball to. His receiving core is very, very right. thin. Yeah, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, Kevin Johnson. Is Kevin Johnson, number two. Achilles now, is gone. He's yeah. gone for the season. Um, Charles Rogers, he's he's did drugs, so he's out for four games. He got all high up. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. So I don't know where he's going. Rory Williams, he missed the last two games with the quad problems. He might be back though this week, or is he? He's doubtful. Oh, he's doubtful. He's doubtful, D man. Do we like doubtful? We do not like doubtful. Okay, we like questionable. Questionable is great. Okay. <laughs> with doubtful is very bad. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, he's got he's got nobody to throw the ball to, and you know he's going against Erlacher and the team. You know these guys are are really good. They have a very good defense out there. It's tough to beat Brian Erlacher. This is crazy. He's got fifty tackles this year already. Does he really? Yeah, it's seven insane. games. Yep. Wow. The Bears have the speed, I think, in their defense. I think it's going to really make the difference with, uh, you know, Kevin Jones, running back Kevin Jones. I think they're going to be able to stop him. If they can stop him. It seems like a lot of people have been able to stop him right now. Yes. They're having a lot of problems with that. But this is a battle for first place because they're both 3-3. Three and three. You know, when they're coming into Ford Field, it's going to be tough. But they're just a better team. And, you know, Jeff Garcia, that's, that's great to bring somebody in like that now that he's back from being hurt. 
but he's just he's going to have a lot of problems because he's everybody else is hurt. There's a lot of injuries out there right now. These yes. middle weeks get really tough. Everyone gets a little tinged up. They yeah. got to sit out a week or two. And yeah, and that hurts people that are fighting. Right. And, and if you noticed, everybody's fighting in the NFC. The uh, Chicago offense has it's been very effective for what they got going on there. Um, Thomas Jones, and that that'll take the pressure off Orton, right? Because which that's what you need to do because he's like we said he's struggling. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Thrown in the fire. He's getting thrown in the fire. Exactly. He's trying to figure everything out. He doesn't have a lot of people to uh, right. He's got Mushin to throw to to throw to. Yeah. So they're really relying on this running game, and it's been working for him. Right. As long as he don't lose a game for him. Yes, and they're going to keep with it. And also, just something to point out: the defensive tackle for the Lions, Sean Roger, he's injured. And he's the main tackler for that whole team. Okay. So I think they're going to have a great running game and set up Orton for some little outs and ins and stuff. So that's where I'm at with the Lions. I'm really thinking Chicago's going to take – and they're getting three. They're getting three. So, hey. Very nice, very nice. They're getting three. So we're going to have to see what happens with that. So that's what I like on there. Okay. Cheers again to you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Cheers, Budweiser. Oh, that's good. Hey, anybody want to come on the forums and tell us who you think is – a better NFC team or someone's going to give an NFC team Eagles for the runner for their money because I really can't figure it out. Seahawks, such like Derek said, I mean, there's all not, not many out there, Dave. Yeah, throw one or four. Tampa Bay's really... With Chris Sims playing now, I'm not too worried about him. All right, I got one more pick for everybody. We finished that last pick. This is the th- our th- this is the three money star, number three. It's Jacksonville-St. Louis game. I like Jacksonville. They're giving St. Louis three. I love this. I love this game. Bulger is questionable. So, uh, what's the record? The Rams are three and four. Okay. So, it's going to be tough for them, but, but it's going to be a, a big uh, a big game for them. But I don't think they have the resources to win right. this game. Now, what about Holt and Bruce? Do you have guys playing? this Well, week? now that's that's where I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. No, that's all right. That's all right because these are good questions and they're all going to be answered because E Money Line answers them all. E Money knows them all. Um, Jacksonville's coming off a bye. Yes. And they're looking healthier than ever. Fred Taylor, he'll, he's returning, which is, is going to be great. Right. Well, he took the week off before the bye, right? Yes. And they won Pittsburgh. Well, no, because they, he played Pittsburgh, and he had one of the best games of his life. So he, he got hurt in Pittsburgh. Okay. But he's back now, which is going to be good because once he's handing the ball off to Fred. Fragile Fred Taylor. Fragile Fred Taylor. That's right. <laughs> and in, handing, in having Fred Taylor there, going to hand the ball off, set up play action for Jimmy Smith and Reggie Williams. And that just goes to show the Rams in general, their offense, and they have many, many injuries. Uh, Mark Bolger, his shoulder injury, his throwing shoulder, he might play. He's questionable. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Also, Torrey Holt, he missed last week's game with a sprained knee. And Isaac Bruce with his toe, that goddamn toe they keep talking about. Just, just shoot him onto something for his toe. Uh, he's been having toe problems. I, I, I just hear toe problems. That's, with this guy is it turf toe? Like that's you always hear turf toe. Turf toe with him. You know, it's the greatest show on turf. It's turf toe. You know, they're the greatest <laughs> you, show on turf. You would know how to handle the turf. You think turf toe would be no problem? Yeah. But obviously, they can't handle their own. Can turf. you have any other turf problems? Can you have like turf knee? Uh, I've heard turf balls. <laughs> Marshall Falk, it doesn't matter what he does because he's horrible. And he's done. And that was great because he was a great run for us. Whoever had him first couple of years with fantasy did real well. He was the Mac. But now it's time for the young Bucks to move up. Steven doing great. He's doing great. He's getting the majority of the carries now. And they're just going to roll with him. I mean, he comes out there. So Jacksonville over St. Louis. That's the pick. Jacksonville's given three to St. Louis. St. Louis is at home. Patriots over the Bills. 
and the Lion, uh, the Chicago over the Lions. They're my picks. If anybody takes uh, what, uh, my best bets, they're the best bets. Say, I'll talk to you. Thanks a lot for having me in, guys. And I'll be here next week, and I'll be reaping in all my money. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Sportscast. We hope to hear from you soon, so check out the site for contact information. Have a nice day.